Hello, and welcome to Moving Markets by Julius Baer. Please listen to the important legal information at the end of this podcast. Good morning, and welcome to the Moving Markets podcast on the 1st of December. My name is Bernadette Anderko, and I'm one of the investment writers at Julius Baer in Zurich. We've got an interesting show for you today with an update on what's going on in the world of gold and silver, together with the latest thoughts from our CIO. But as usual, let's start with an update from the markets. Well, there's some hope for a soft landing now. US markets were buoyed yesterday by US Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell saying that smaller interest rate increases are likely to be coming. This despite the fact that he sees progress in the fight against inflation as largely inadequate at this stage. The central bank may even be in a position to reduce the size of its rate hike in December when we might now see a 50 basis points hike instead of 75. U.S. stock markets reacted positively to the news. The Nasdaq 100 finished up the day up 4.6%. The S&P 500 closed up more than 3% with all sectors positive, And the Dow Jones finished up 2.2%. In the bond markets, the yield on 10-year treasuries was little changed at 361. Meanwhile, the Fed's Beige Book Regional Economic Survey, released yesterday, shows the U.S. economy grew only slightly up until late November, with businesses reporting that high inflation and rising interest rates clouded their view of the economic outlook. Asian markets followed the U.S. lead, trading up overnight with all indices positive. The CSI 300, Hang Seng and Nikkei 225 are all up more than 1%. In China, whilst the Claxin Market Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index, which measures factory activity, came in higher than expected at 49.4, it still marked a fourth consecutive month of contraction. The number must be above 50 to indicate expansion. Meanwhile, on the COVID front, China's top official in charge of the fight against COVID-19 said that the country's efforts to combat the virus are entering a new phase, with the Omicron variant weakening and more Chinese people getting vaccinated. Beijing will now allow some virus-infected people to isolate at home, starting with residents of the city's most populous district. Previously, everyone with COVID was sent to government quarantine sites, regardless of the severity of their infection, in an attempt to halt transmission chains. Commodities saw gold continue to advance in Asia following a 1.1% gain yesterday, but Carsten will fill you in more about gold and silver later in the show. Oil fluctuated after three days of gains on China's COVID developments and data showing a steep drop in US inventories. Bitcoin was little changed at just over $17,000. Some breaking news on CNBC this morning is that a study has found that India may be set to become the third largest economy by 2030, overtaking Japan and Germany. Interestingly, Mark Matthews, our head of Asian research, wrote in a research focus he published earlier this week that he sees India's virtuous economic upcycle lasting several more years. Well worth a read. So, what to watch out for today? Well, shortly we've got Swiss CPI, plus S&P Global PMIs, US construction spending, consumer income and initial jobless claims, together with ISM manufacturing. And finally, European markets should be following the US and Asia and opening higher today. That's it for the Markets Wrap. Now I'm joined by Carsten Menke, our Head of Next Generation Research, who's going to update us on what's happening in the world of gold and silver. Good morning to you, Carsten. Good morning, Benedette. Good morning to everyone. Yeah, so it's all about US monetary policy for gold and silver. I think you've heard that quite a few times from me this year, and it could not be more accurate, actually. How focused market participants are about whether the US Federal Reserve will continue to aggressively tighten monetary policy or whether it will soften its stance again became apparent yesterday. So speaking in Washington, Chairman Jerome Powell said, as you pointed out, that the Fed could slow the pace of interest rate hikes as early as next month. Even though this was already priced into interest rate futures, 
market participants seem to be surprised. So the US dollar and real US bond yields moved down, in turn pushing gold and silver prices up. Gold is now trading back at US dollar 1780 per ounce, while silver is at 22 US dollars per ounce. In our view, this looks very much like an outsized reaction. Also considering that the markets had already moved up on expectations of a slowdown of interest rate hikes earlier this month. So what's behind these moves? Well, beyond the softening of the US dollar, we still see short covering in the futures market as the dominant driver of these moves. Short-term speculators had been heavily positioned for a further fall in gold and silver prices based on the expectation that the Fed would continue with its aggressive monetary tightening. And these traders, they were caught in the wrong foot. How long do these kind of short coveries rallies last? Well, typically it's just a couple of weeks. So this is not a question of months. Meanwhile, investors are still staying on the sidelines of the gold and silver markets. Holdings of physically backed products, which is our preferred gauge of investment demand, did not show any sizable inflows since prices starting to move higher at the beginning of the month. This is remarkable. A pickup of investment demand would, however, be needed in order to put prices on a really solid footing and to prolong this current short covering rally. In our view, this is unlikely unless the US economy slips into recession, as this would only lure safe haven seekers back into the gold and silver market. Hence, we now see gold and silver trading at the upper end of a fundamentally justified range and maintain our neutral views. Back to you, Bernadette. Thanks very much for the update, Carsten. And now it's Thursday, so of course it's time for our weekly update on the Investment Committee's thinking. Nicholas Jordan joins me to fill us in. Welcome to the show, Nicholas. Thank you, Bernadette, and good morning, everyone. So, one month to go this year, and it could be a volatile one. Looking at the central bank agenda for December, you can easily see why. In the next two weeks, we will have meetings from the Bank of Canada, the ECB, the Fed, the Bank of England, and the SNB, just to name a few. Additionally, the US personal consumption expenditure inflation numbers will be out today, which we will closely monitor, of course, to see if they confirm last month's lower CPI inflation. Tomorrow, the job creation report will then indicate whether the situation on the US labor market is easing, and in mid-December, right before the final FOMC meeting, US inflation figures will be out. What I try to show you with this long list of data points is that the year end will bring several hurdles to overcome and investors should be ready for heightened volatility in the market again. As indicated by Bernadette and Carsten with regards to Jerome Powell's speech, we continue to see how fast the market is to react to disappointing or positively surprising news and how sharp the intraday rallies or downturns can be. In summary, in the short term, we are neither as optimistic as we were in mid-October, nor as pessimistic as in mid-August. We just have to acknowledge that many factors are, by definition, unpredictable, and we have to try our best not to be caught wrong-footed. We continue to believe in the value of staying invested, as often the right thing to do is to do nothing major. However, those who want to be on the safer and more defensive side for the last month of the year might want to reconsider putting back a small, very tactical hedge on the S&P 500. On our side, we will continue to wait for more guidance from the market before making such a move. That's all from my side. Back to you, Bernadette. Thanks for the update, Nicholas, and the hints. That concludes today's podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Join us tomorrow if currencies, whether traditional or crypto, are your thing. Good luck today and goodbye for now. 
The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Baer experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player.